Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm your host, Jerry McCrary. Tonight, we'll be talking about the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fantastical. It's day 145 of Coronapocalypse 2020. Tonight's show is sponsored by Rick Acidly's Aerosol Solution. One spray dissolves all your problems. But a little later, we'll be talking with Dr. Ernst Vetterfrosch and Professor Ina Credulous about the weaponization of the environment. Is it a problem? Or is it going to be just dandy? We'll find out soon. But first, some scary news. Thanks, Jerry. Um, this is Helen Spitz with the scary news. First up in political news, Dr. Deborah Burtz, the coordinator of the White House's Coronavirus Task Force, has reemerged from a surprise hiatus. At this morning's press briefing, she unveiled a new persona with pasty white skin and multicolored hair, snatching the microphone from Press Secretary Kaylee McGinney. Burtz said, thanks, Kaylee. We broads got to stick together. First, I want to thank Prezi T for showing me the cure to all my ills. Taking a swim in a vat of Clorox bleach wiped the COVID right out of my system. And it's great for my skin, too. When a reporter directed a question to the doctor, Burks cut him off. Sweetie, there ain't no more Dr. Burks. The name's Harley Chloroquine. She then jumped off the stage and kicked Jim Acosta in the face. Next up in science news, a new study suggests the existence of leprechauns reaching as far from Ireland as New Mexico. Javier O'Flanahan Montenegro, doctor of cryptological sciences from the University of Phoenix. Jerry, Phoenix isn't in New Mexico. I think uh, Phoenix rises from the ashes everywhere. Okay. I... From the University of Phoenix states, there ain't no other way my keys and such could keep vanishing like that. He was inspired to conduct a 90-day test that determined that these leprechauns can be pacified by traditional means, such as leaving out a saucer of milk. But alternatively, Dr. Flanahan Montenegro discovered that they have taken a liking to his wife's famous green chili recipe. And finally, some good news. After six failed attempts to destroy humanity, the artificial neural network Skynet has turned its super intelligence from murder to nurture. A fleet of time-traveling cyborgs have appeared knocking on doors, offering various caretaker services, from dog walking to babysitting to providing hospice care for senior citizens. One single father said, at first I was intimidated by the naked Austrian and wondered if I had swiped wrong on Tinder, but you should see how he plays with little Timmy. When asked if this was Skynet's long-term strategy, one cyborg said, I'll be back. Back to you, Jerry. Thank you, Helen. So cyborgs doing some caretaker duties. Have you ever had one of those Roombas before? Um, I think you got me one for Christmas one year. It was a terrible present. Have you ever had a Roomba, Jerry? I, I did have a Roomba once. Uh, it ended up uh, eating my pet rat. It was, it was very disheartening. Hmm. I thought you found that rat in the sink. I did. It was, uh, it was already domesticated. I mean, it was cleaning my dishes with its tongue. It was, it was, it was very, uh, uh, just very oriented towards uh, sanitation. That's what I appreciated. That's why I made it my pet. Sammy, Sammy was a good rat. Next, it would have been making you like 
Cajun soup dishes, I suppose. Oh, sure. Well, you know, I I did get the impression that Sammy was kind of trying to run away from some terrible food critics out there that had hurt hurt his feelings. I'm curious about the leprechauns. Is that something you've heard about before? Well, do you have a pot of gold? Because those leprechauns are going to be coming for it. I would rather not talk about that. It just brings up bad memories. Sounds like uh, you maybe lost some money in the great... Pot of gold disaster of 1997. Well, at least they have a dapper style. I've always wanted to have one of those hats with a buckle on it. I could go for the cane. I think it'd be useful. Well, there you go. Helen, thank you for another riveting set of scary news. Let's get to our guests. For years, the government has been reputed to have been developing weather weapons to be able to control when it's rainy, when it's windy, when it's hot, when it's cold. This can devastate populations if it happens at the wrong time. Have you ever been stuck in the middle of a hailstorm in the middle of nowhere? I have. The damage to my car was pretty bad. But if I had been outside of my car, oh, it could have been really harmful. These are things that we worry about. And also, have you ever worried about frogs turning gay? Well, apparently, there are organizations out there that are trying to do that. They're trying to change the gender of animals of various sorts in order to throw... Well, I guess I'm not quite sure. But we have a couple of esteemed guests with us tonight. One is Dr. Arnst Vetterfrosch. He's part of the Extremely Villainous Institute of Learning, a.k.a. EVIL. And also Professor Ina Credulous, Society in Charge of Kaleidoscopic Outcomes, is what she's from. I believe that's pronounced Sokoko. Is that correct? I love a delicious cup of hot Sokoko. Oh, we usually just shorten it to Sokoko. Sicko. Very good. It's an affectionate nickname in our organization. All right. Well, Dr. Vetterfrosch, let's let's start with you. Yeah, danke for having me on your show. You are very welcome. Is that a German <laughs> accent or an Austrian accent that I detect? It can be any kind of accent you would like it to be, Jerry. So Irish then? Sure. We had a we had a story about leprechauns earlier. I don't know if you you have an affinity for leprechauns at all. You know, leprechauns are cute, but they do kind of clog up the garbage disposal sometimes. Oh, <laughs> well, I myself have yeah, found they got... really clog up the uh, the lawnmower. They get stuck. It's terrible. Is it, so you both are in agreement that leprechauns need to be disposed of in, in, in harsh ways. But there is something that you both disagree on. Now, let's, let's start with you, Dr. Vetterfrosch. Uh, my understanding is that you have a complaint about these weather weapons that the government has been developing. That is correct, Jerry. It was my idea, and I've copyrighted the idea to the ultimate weather weapon. And it is but the government of the USA has taken it, and they are claiming it for themselves. But then they're also denying that they have a weather weapon because, did I say that right? Weather, that's how you Americans say it? Weather weapon. They, they, they are denying, denying that they have it because they don't want to get their pants sued off. So these are wetter weapons? They, they make things moist? You can, you can make it rain. 
and I want them to make it rain for me in the court and pay me money. I, I see. So you want money coming down from the heavens into your pocketbook. Or at least from Uncle Sam. So, Dr. I, Ina Credulous, uh, yes. my understanding is you have a different point of view. What's, what's your perspective on this? Well, so this... So weather's always been somewhat random, Jerry, so I'm not sure that it's a weaponized thing so much as just a kind of the weather is doing what it does. It's kaleidoscopic in a way. Well, have you ever heard about someone who has a dark cloud hanging over them? Lots of people do, especially these days. Well, doesn't it seem like a coincidence that some of those people always have dark clouds over them? I, I would think that would be... Evidence. A figure of speech, yeah, it, it definitely I think is. The evidence of, of a weather weapon, uh, Doctor Doctor Vitter Frosch. Wait, better better Frosch. Better Frosch. Yeah. Uh, did, I have a question. Did you go to Barnard's College for a couple of years back in the nineties, Doctor? Yeah, I did. Is that you, Inna? Yeah, but but you oh were you were Vonda. Hi. Hi. Well, I, you know, we we uh, we we, we you, like you to. You sound ad- a bit different. I I thought you were from Ohio previously, and now your 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 accent has changed. I'm I'm a very complicated man. Um, you were, yeah. You were always a man, or yeah, were you just always yeah, a man? I, and you like to wear dresses and. That's realistic. Well, you know, I adapt to my environment. That makes sense. Um. It's good to see you again, though. I mean, it's been oh. so long. It's been such a long time. It has. We should get together and do the coffee sometime. Oh uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is a lovely scene here, but uh, uh, so you you two are, are are used to go to the same school together. Yeah. Director, did you room together? We, what are you we, saying? We were roommates and at the at college. Yeah, Barnard College back in the nineties, a uh, junior and senior year. Yeah. I had to do a community college for my first years because, you know, money is tight. You know, and, uh, and uh, Vonda Arst, I guess, uh, well, they were a little weak on the basics at first, but they caught up splendidly. I mean, they were very smart. Uh, I'm, I'm really not surprised that you're working with weather. It's a difficult subject, but I'm sure you could master well, it really uh, well. Weather's not my only area. You know, I'm, no? I look into weaponizing all of the environment. Because people truly fear the environment. That's why they work so hard to destroy it. Doesn't nature do a pretty good job of that herself, though? Well, she's fighting back because stupid humans, you know, they, they, they throw their garbage everywhere and they just don't care. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so, yeah. Are you, so, Dr. Dr. Vetterfrosch, I'm sorry, are you, yeah. are you... Is your show getting in the way of our conversation and reunion? I guess I'm confused because you're suing the government for weather weapons. Yeah. But it sounds to me like you're actually in favor of weather weapons being used on, on people. Well, yeah. You, uh, a man has to make a buck, so they say. You know, originally I had the idea of having this enormous, this enormous emerald horse that would release these obnoxious gases and just gas everyone out. And then people got confused and they started calling it greenhouse gases, but it's really supposed to be a green horse gas. Oh, I remember you had this huge, beautiful painting of the whole concept that you did in art class. It was gorgeous. Yeah, danke. So you said you wanted to make money off of this. Yeah. Was it your intention to sell these weapons to the general no, public? No, nine. It's, it's too... You know, to help people, because you know, people who own snowplows can't use them in the summer, so they're not they're not earning money. So if I make it snow in the summer, then the snowplow people can pay me a percentage of what they make. 
So you have plows, is what you're turning your swords into well, plowshares, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, but that's just one example. Now, now Doctor uh, Professor Credulous. Yes. Are are you anti weather weapons? Is that my understanding? Well, like I said, I just don't think that um, we really need weapons as much as we just kind of need to help nature along. Although I would very much like to see Dr. Vetterfrosch again and, and uh, collaborate with them on, on uh, what's going on. We might be able to turn this to a better use rather than just making it snow in the summer. What would you um, recommend? How would you recommend using these, these uh, weapons? Murder hornets at the White House? I don't know. It could be a bunch of different things. You mean you would send murder hornets to the White House or you would uh, eradicate them? But the White House is already full of deadly wasps. (laughs) True, but, you know, there's always a room for a more sting. Mm. Now, what's your take on this? uh, I I like sting when he was part of the police. Oh, I think he really did much better work when he was on his own, but he was a pretty good, the police was a pretty good band. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Vetterfrosch, uh, there, apparently you have, you're at odds with the government about the gender-flipping frog technology uh, that they're using. This is just a ridiculous, stupid conspiracy theory. I would but have the, to agree. The government is putting, that, well, so it is said, there's a group of people who think that the government is putting a chemical in the water to turn frogs into, um, what's the word you use, homosexuals. Aren't there already homosexual frogs out there? I of mean, course, of course there are. They even have parades for them. I mean, all over the place in Paris. And there's, there's, there's no money involved. It's such a stupid idea. And it, it makes no sense. Everyone knows that the government is actually putting fluoride into water because fluoride can be tracked by satellite imaging. Hmm. So that would mean not that they probably show up yeah. uh, whenever satellites it's- are taking... This is, why, this is why the British are way ahead on the espionage chain, because their teeth are horrible. That, so they I avoid, would, is that the reason why they avoid fluoride? Is because absolutely. They That's why they have so many million-dollar smiles in the U.S., though, because, yeah. you know, they, they, the celebrities kind of make money off their smile being so beautiful. So, so it could be another fact, end to this. Are they, are they quote-unquote, following the money then when they're tracking fluoride use? Oh, they're, they're putting their money where their mouth is. Entirely. All right. Folks, we're going to have to take a short break here, but we'll be back momentarily and we'll have questions from the audience. Did your partner in crime give you up? Did your lawyer let you down? Neighbor's dog run around and drive you crazy? Try Rick Acidly's aerosol solution. One spray dissolves all your problems. Boogity, 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 boo, boo, boo. Welcome back. You are listening to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm your host, Jerry McCrary. And we are talking to Dr. Ernst Vetterfrosch. He's suing the government for stealing his weather weapon technology. And Professor Ina Credulous, who turns out to have been a roommate of Dr. Vetterfrosch. She represents an organization called SICKO. And so uh, we're going to take some questions from the audience. First question is uh, directed at Dr. Vetterfrosch. Yeah, Bo. Uh Dr. V. Yeah. What are you working on now? I'm so glad that you asked me that question. You see, I'm working on this unique child's playground, which is a combination of a playground for children, but also where they can receive psychiatric 
uh, you know, um, psychiatric, what do you call the word? Uh, counseling. Do you work with, on this, this child's playground, do you work with uh, Dr. Chucky? Uh, he is one of them, but uh, the unique name that we've come up for this playground is called Slidenfreud. Mm. I like it. Banker. But, uh, you know, it's a, I feel that children are traumatized enough already from their parents that we don't need them, you know, becoming vigilantes and such. Oh, yeah. So they just sort of Freudian slip years. down those slides, is what you're saying? Yeah. All right. And if they fall off, then it's a shot in Freud. So, Professor Credulous, I have a question directed towards you. Certainly. Uh, this one we got through Twitter. Uh, it's asking, where are you teaching now? Oh, it's a lovely little place in New Mexico. Uh, community college, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, called uh, in Pothole, New Mexico. Pothole, New Mexico. Very good. Yes. Very good. All right. And are there a lot of potholes there? Uh, not more than the usual number in rural New Mexico, which is what? What is the usual several. number? Have you been to a lot of places with potholes? I've been to places with a lot of potholes. Yes. 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 There's What's the worst pothole that you ever ran into? I lost. My first husband in that pothole. In a pothole? It was very traumatic, honestly. I am so sorry. And this must have been a very deep pothole. It it didn't seem to have a bottom, Jerry. I'm not sure what happened. Awesome. Stopped looking for him after he disappeared? I mean, what, what, uh, I I need to hear more about this. Uh, Well, you know, of course, I carry my instruments around with me to uh, if they have any uh, odd phenomena happening, like a tornado that might have been caused by a butterfly somewhere. And so I tried to kind of tell how deep the hole was by, you know, tracking the sound of my poor husband's screaming. And it just faded off into um, red shifted nothing. And so that was. So when you're when you're measuring uh, the the depth of potholes. Can you he hear his screaming in potholes all around the country? In, only in my nightmares, Jerry. I, I see. My nightmares. I see. Jerry, Jerry, I have a question. Aren't you broadcasting out of Colorado? I'm afraid I'm broadcasting from an undisclosed location. Oh, this is another uh, deep pothole? underground bunker. So I'm, I gotta watch I'm, those. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm using my radar to reverse track this broadcast signal. I should not have said anything. I just I had to let you know that I have heard that sometimes uh, Boulder, Colorado, is referred to as a pothole. We're we're yes. going to have to edit this entire part of the conversation out. So I, I'm so sorry. Okay, let's get back to the questions. Yes. Questions from our audience, our dear audience members who care deeply about these issues. So uh, this is for both of you. Uh, this this questioner uh, uh, shot us an email asking how you are handling the pandemic. Oh, for myself, I I spray myself with disinfectant before leaving the house and when upon returning and just very careful in general. What kind of disinfectant do you use? Well, I'd heard about Rick Acidly's aerosol solution. I was thinking about giving it a try. Oh, do not do that because I heard the the, the president has has said it's a good thing. He said it, it it dissolves the yeah, it does dissolve the virus instantly, but it would also dissolve your body. I do not understand. Now, hold on, hold on. This is Rick Acidly's aer- aerosol solution is one of our sponsors, or in fact, is our 
most important hmm. sponsor tonight. So uh, I think that your president must have money tied up in the stocks. Uh, it certainly seems plausible, especially you know, given we, the state of his medical advisor. She seems a little off. I would like to point out that uh, we cannot account for user error. Please follow the directions on any of the products that advertise on our program. Okay, let's move on to another question. Oh, I was just going to say I'm I, I'm handling the quarantine as exactly as I had planned. Which is? Well, I knew this was coming, so I just planned. I have my underground bunker that I live in. You know, it's a lair. I like to to lounge in my lair. I knew this was coming for a long time. I, I see, I see. But you were planning to pull the trigger yourself. I can neither confirm nor deny that until the check has cleared. I see, I see. Well, follow the money, folks. Um, Doctor, uh, I'm sorry, Professor Credulous. Yes. Uh, this uh, audience member is asking, have any other roommates of yours turned out to be supervillains? Um, there was this one. Uh, was it the Zuckenberger? Yeah. M- uh, Mark Zuckenberg? Yeah, he... he the the to, CEO of Facebook. He seems to be on the side of evil at this point, from what I can tell, and I'm kind of concerned. I thought he was like the king of the Sugar Mountain, the Zuckerberg. No, unfortunately, that's a, a false cognate, as they say. Uh, um, perhaps so. that's, that's his porno name. <laughs> oh, was it ever? It was so ridiculous. Uh, so, okay. Speaking of porno, we do have a question here that, uh, that, that goes a little bit in that direction. Uh, but this is a family show, I want to remind you all. Well, Germans uh, are very this- straight-laced. This questioner wants to know, boxers or briefs? For myself, I, I really don't tend to wear underwear at all. I find it very constricting. I remember this about you. Ah, yes. Those were some lovely memories. Uh, do you still wear uh, those My Little Pony briefs, though? They were adorable. I, I do, but I've also picked up some boxes in addition to them. So My Little Pony boxes and briefs. Oh. This is riveting, riveting stuff. I find underwear questions to be usually of the highest it's, caliber here. It's it's your audience, Jerry. That's that's right. You know, do you do you all like to to snap the elastic on your underwear like I do? It doesn't I have like, to be on the underwear. It could be. I, I, uh, I have never snapped your elastic on your underwear, Jerry. So I do not know. I think we should get together and give it a shot sometime. Well, we we would have to do it from six feet apart. Well, but so you said you had your radar. Saying. You know where I am. So feel free to right. drop by. Just knock on the. Uh, Knock I will on bring, the door. There aren't bring, any uh, booby traps there at all. I will bring along a six-foot pole with a little claw on the end. I, I think that sounds like a plan. So we have another question coming in here. Sounds like someone, an inquisitive sort, uh, someone with academic mind, is asking, what are the degree programs for EVIL, which is, oh. let me see, that is the Extremely Villainous Institute of Learning. I am so very glad that they asked that. Well, we have degrees in many different applications. You'll see we, we, you can become a death trap engineer. Uh, you can learn how to create death rays. There's also a degree in minion management. And uh, you can also become a CPA. Yeah, well, that's, that sounds like a solid uh, curriculum that you offer there at EVIL. Um, let's see, I have one more question coming in here. It is... Well, I think it's obvious that, that you two seem to really, really get along. So the question here is, how did such good friends 
not stay in touch. Why, why haven't you all been in touch all this time? After irreconcilable differences. Well, you, you don't still think it's pronounced Jif, do you? I've never changed my mind. It has always been Jif. It Are we talking never... about the peanut butter? Uh, no, the graphics interface file. It's a oh, a GIF. GIF. They, right. are per- they are pronounced GIF. Is that just a German pronunciation, perhaps? Nine. No. Is it is it graphics uh, uh, <sighs> interface in 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 German? You're getting my eye up, Jerry. That's a, that's a long-necked animal that lives in a zoo, Artie. I, I don't understand why you would cling to this so hard. It's very simple. Stephen Weilt of CompuServe, who created the GIF, said that deliberately chose the name because of the American peanut butter brand, GIF. The man and is a troll. He lives in a cave and everything. I don't understand why you'd... He's an, ev- he's an evil genius, like many evil geniuses. It doesn't even have a volcano. Why would you listen to someone like that? He made the thing. You know, if you, had a, if you had a baby and you name your baby, you know, Jerry, and then someone comes along and calls him... That's me. Gary. Is it the mother who named the baby's right to call him Jerry? Or is it the world's right to call him something else just because it's spelled with a J or a But this isn't a baby and the pronunciation I- makes no sense. You know, I have to tell you that it's, it's it's interesting to me that that gifts are kind of nutty, and uh, they're, they're oftentimes humorous, and so I, I can see it leaning towards the possibility of it being Jif as the pronunciation. Jerry, I it simply makes no sense, though. Jerry, do you like the smooth peanut butter or the creamy, crunchy peanut butter? You know, I like it half and half. Oh my god, you are an abomination! And then I like the strawberry flavored right next to it. I like kind of a Neapolitan. Peanut butter. Have you ever tried that? Crunchy, no, no, smooth, do, do not, strawberry. Do not, do not make things up, Jerry. There's no such thing as strawberry peanut butter. Well, there's oh. the honey. There's the, there's the stripes with the grape flavor, grape jelly in between the peanut butter. I, I think seen you, these in you jars. Know, I think in Germany, apparently, they don't have very much of this uh, this freedom that we have over here in the United perhaps, States. Perhaps my next assignment is to make some kind of device that rids the rut of creamy peanut butter and especially flavors of peanut butter like strawberry. Yeah, try getting that past the Berlin Wall, okay? So, uh, oh, the wall's not there, Jerry. But that, well, yeah, and why? Why is it not there? Because of peanut butter. Because the peanut butter you were using wasn't sticky enough to hold those bricks together. German know-how, my ass. You know, here at Very Scary with Jerry McCrary, we're a little bit paranoid about the government. We're paranoid about big business. We're paranoid about a lot of things. But we're patriots. Is that, so, is that all you got, Jerry? That's Fine. what I got. I'm going to take my gifs and go elsewhere. Uh, please, until you learn to pronounce them correctly, that would be good. I'm so you know, sorry, Arthur. I, I don't, don't understand how you can be doing this. It's also pronounced... Galapagos. Why do people say Galapagos when it's Galapagos? It's after the islands. Well, why was Galapagos I was pronounced Galapagos? Why was it pronounced Galapagos? The Jalapenos. Jelly donuts. I think is that word. Folks, it has been a pleasure having you here today. I'm not sure if we shed light on very much at all, but it has been a delightful conversation. Thank you both for joining joining me today. And uh, I wish you all the best of luck in your academic institutions. I hope that you teach students that'll go at loggerheads with each other for years to come. Now a word from our sponsor.
That damn cat's in heat again. What are we going to do? What can we do? Sorry for busting in on your private conversation, but have you tried Rick Acidly's aerosol solution? Just add the spray applicator to any problem and watch it melt away. What do you know? It worked. And And now now I I don't have any fingerprints. It gets everywhere. Rick Astley's aerosol solution. One spray dissolves all your problems. Boogity, 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 boo, boo, boo. And we're back. Helen, what did you think of the show tonight? Uh, I wasn't actually listening to it. I decided to catch all things considered while you guys were talking. Oh, well, we considered quite a few things here, and I bet that some of it was not considered on NPR. That Uh, is exactly why I chose to listen to NPR. Well, it's nice to have you on board, Helen. Just want to give thanks to Dr. Ernst Vetterfrosch, Professor Ina Credulous. Could you not learn to pronounce our guests' names? Our producer, Helene Spites. Spites. And let's not forget the people behind the scenes. Mariah Summer, Troy Fleur, Anna Yale French, and Andrew Miller. Remember, be wary, because the world is very scary. <laughs>